Well, we're still here, so let's talk about it. I changed my mind. I had a whole script ready to go in my head of what I wanted to talk about today. I was thinking about it in bed before I went to sleep last night, kind of thought about it through the day. I jotted a couple of notes down, started to talk about this topic, and realized I didn't like it. So I stepped away, went to have some dinner with some friends, kind of a before we separate for the holidays kind of a thing and go our own way. And wouldn't you know it, these two very dear friends of mine who have spent a lot of time with me through the years talking about death and dying. And yes, there we were again, very spontaneous, definitely not something that I had planned. But we were talking about our choices, not what our specific choices were this time around. Our conversation actually was more like, These decisions that I've said that I want, those wishes that I have, were I to find myself in the hospital and unable to communicate, would the people that have promised to be my person do it? What if I was able to communicate and I didn't like the choices that I had made? Would I want to carry them out the way that I had said I would in the previous times that I had considered this? Wow, that's a heavy, heavy thought. I I spend so much of my time reading about the end of life, reading about end of life choices, reading about the good death, listening to podcasts about others and how they make their decisions and they help others decide as well. There's so much out there. But I think at the end of the conversation tonight, what we came to was that end-of-life choices are a personal decision for an individual. And I think what we all realized this evening was that we should be able to check in once in a while and see, do we still feel the same way we did the last time that we went over this? Do we still agree with the decisions that we had made back then? Do those people that we designated still feel trustworthy to us to carry out our wishes? Do we trust ourselves still today or in this moment to stand by the decisions that we said we made? Remember that hospitalization I talked about previously where I thought that I had all my decisions set and ready to go, but because of some questioning by the staff, I began to doubt That's exactly what we were talking about tonight. This doubt. What caused me to doubt? Was it really because I didn't know? Or was it more like a time to check in? Just to make sure that I haven't changed any thoughts. My friends kind of looked around at each other and me. I guess what we three decided tonight is that This is not a one-and-done decision. This is not a one-and-done conversation. Actually, it's not even a conversation you should have with the same people over and over again. This is a conversation you should feel free to have regularly, periodically, every day if you want. It's your end of life. And those decisions are not as easy or as cut and dried as they might seem. 
at least for me and my friends. That's what we realized. So what does that mean for us then? As we saluted each other tonight, celebrating our friendship, celebrating another year, going into the holidays, and realizing we're friends forever. And do you know what? A couple of years ago, I guess, I realized these probably are my last friends. And some of you might go, what do you mean? Certainly you'll make more friends. And you're right. I fully intend to make more friends. What I meant by that statement was that we will probably die as friends, that we will be in each other's lives until the end, forever, right? And that's what we said tonight. So I feel really excited because we have just recommitted that bond of friendship to one another. We're not physically related. We're not any official documented decision maker on anyone's paperwork. But we know each other's family enough that we can communicate through our spouses or through our family members to one or another of us. Or if something were to happen, their family members could contact us. I love that. It's, I'm going to use that word, it's my posse. It's my death posse. That sounds really weird, right? <laughs> I mean, um, to know that I've got some really wonderful women in my life who aren't afraid to have this conversation over and over and over again as though it's the first time we're having it. We don't feel uncomfortable at all. We don't have regrets about what we've talked about in the past. What we have is this commitment to one another. We're going to be friends forever. Some of us move on. We live in different states, maybe different countries at some point. But we are still together. We're bonded through these conversations that we had. When our family members don't want to hear it, we can speak to each other, express that love, express that commitment to friendship, express that I get you. This is what you want. I know. And while I may not have any legal standing, I can still talk to your family members if you can't. That's a death posse, <laughs> I guess. I mean, I laugh now because it sounds really funny, but it's really special too. I love these women. We haven't been friends more than 10 years, but it doesn't matter. We've shared some deeply personal thoughts together. We've shared some personal experiences. Each one of us has had our own little health scare, if you will. And it just gives us that opportunity to come back, reconnect, and just kind of, I don't know, review, I guess, what we've talked about before. I love that. I want to keep these women around. I'm going to call on my death posse. I think I'm okay with that. What do you think? Do you have a posse of people around you that you can share things with and feel safe and comfortable? You don't have to dance around or do any chit-chat. You can get right to the heart of the matter with these people. Most of them know pretty much 
everything about you, at least for this particular topic of death and dying or end of life. They probably know a lot more about you than that even. But these are people that you feel safe with, that validate you, that help you express those thoughts that other people just might not understand. Think about that. Who is your posse? Who might be someone you could add? Hmm, something to think about. There are some great groups out there. I've talked about the Death Cafe. There's Death Over Dinner. There are, um, there's this game called the Death Deck, which I'm going to talk about in the future. It's just a deck of cards with conversation starters. We haven't played that game together because I bought it during COVID when we weren't having death cafes. But I got so excited tonight. I think I'm going to bring that deck out. Maybe have a glass of wine and talk about some death questions. Why not? My posse understands. They don't think it's weird at all. I hope you can find one. Write me a note and let me know if you do. I'd sure love to celebrate that with you. Talk to you soon. I'm thankful you listened today. Please visit my website and drop me a question or a topic for future discussion. Also, in the show notes, you'll find any reference materials such as names or book titles that I discussed in this podcast. Until next time, folks, take care.